News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, on your smart speakers, News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel, Steve Scott, and Ted Bohorquez. Hey, joining us now is the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri, and uh, you know, maybe he's going to be our next U.S. Senator, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Schmidt. Good morning, Eric. Great to be with you guys. Hey, it's always good to have you on the show. How tired are you, by the way? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, but we are running through the tape. Um, you know, one day from now, it's uh, election day is tomorrow, so you can you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, you know, we've just been all crisscrossing the state for the last you know ten days or so. It's been a lot of fun. It's uh, going on. Uh, it looks like the uh, Democratic opponent you'll be up against now. This race uh, a year ago, you'd have said Lucas Kuntz. Now it looks like uh, you know. Uh, Trudy Bush Valentine may pull this out, and she has unlimited funds. So it's going to be a real tough uh, general election campaign. Well, I feel good about it. I mean, look, this is a Republican state, and as long as we, you know, elect somebody that uh, is electable here, uh, which I think is a strong suit uh, for me in the general, I think we're going to be just fine. I think people are ready for, um, you know, the Republicans to take back the House, take back the Senate, and, and take this country back. I think what people are rejecting right now is what they see in D.C. with this Biden administration, the you know war on energy and, uh, you know, the crisis at the border and inflation and all these problems that are, you know, created by this this administration. And, and they want to send people who are going to push back. And that's certainly something I've done as attorney general. I want to do that in the Senate. I think one of the main concerns I think all of us have, uh, Eric, is that we just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that we stop the Biden administration's uh, complete overrun of the federal government. It's, uh, it, it's so important for us to keep this seat in the Republican hands. Yeah, and I think one of the great, one of the good examples, you know, when OSHA, which was created to make sure forklifts deep when they back up, talk about overreach, was trying to force a medical procedure on 80 million Americans, it was me as attorney general that, um, that pushed back, filed that lawsuit, took it to the Supreme Court, and won. And I think that's what people are looking for, is someone who is going to take that fight to Washington. Because this, it just, you know, I think we're just in a very consequential time uh, where, where we're going to be asked, and we're being asked, really important questions about who we are as a country. Will we remain the freest country in the history of the world? Will we pass on, you know, the American dream to the next generation? All that stuff's on the line, because we're not talking about little things. We're talking about big things, you know. They're a couple votes away in the Senate from packing the Supreme Court and adding states to the Union and federalizing elections. And so uh, you've got to have proven conservative fighters that are going to go there. And again, I think that's why our campaign has such, such great momentum right now. One of the things that has popped up, uh, it, it, you know, obviously, is that the Biden administration is going to be raising our taxes, uh, is also going to be doing more spending. Uh, is there any way, once we elect... Uh, of you as or any, any other Republican to office that we can stop this inflation tsunami we're under? I think there's two things to do. One is we have a supply issue, and so we need to make sure that we are uh, energy dominant. We need to, you know, the, the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline and the leasing on the federal lands and um, or on uh, offshore drilling. We need to open all that up and be energy dominant. We have all the, everything we'll ever need, and we can export that liquefied natural gas to Europe and really 
you know, instead of begging Saudi Arabia for oil and shipping our petroleum reserves to China. I mean, that's what's happening right now. It's crazy. That's one piece. The second piece is we need a balanced budget amendment. And uh, I think we need to have institutional safeguards to control spending. It's certainly something I support and would push for. It's uh, Nancy Pelosi right now is doing a trip to Asia and apparently will not be going to Taiwan because President Biden asked her not to. And, of course, China's threatening the Speaker of the House of the United States of America. This is pretty damn dangerous. Yeah, I think, you know, we need to, part of the problem, one of the great, you know, I think uh, legacies of President Trump was this America first policy and recognizing that China is a real, real threat and the biggest threat we have in the world on a number of fronts, stealing their intellectual property. They're building islands in the South China Sea, their Navy. I mean, they they mean business and uh, we need to mean business too. And so I think, and, and part of that too, Peter, is that we've got to bring our supply chains home. Being so reliant on, on China for things like pharmaceuticals, um, you know, uh, materials that, you know, we need to build things in this country. We need to bring that stuff back home, and there's no reason why we can't do it. And again, I think that's part of what this America First agenda is all about. We have uh, essentially open border on the south, uh, on the Mexican-American border. Eighty-some countries of people are rushing in. Uh, to the United States, how do we go and deport all these people? Well, look, one of the great successes we had is on Title 42. We, we stopped Biden from changing Title 42. It counts for about 50% of all the expulsions. So all of the, the drugs and the fentanyl and the human trafficking and the crime that's coming across, if we weren't successful in that lawsuit, double it, right? But um, we need to finish the wall. And we need to reinstitute Remain in Mexico, where that's the waiting room, right? If you're seeking asylum, you're not just released into the interior of the United States, never to be seen again. And our Border Patrol agents, you know, are, are then, uh, their morale is really low. I've been down there a couple of times because they just don't feel like this administration has their support. Uh, we do not have a secure border right now. It's essential. And I, don't, I just don't think that, you know, I think people are tired of being lectured about the sovereignty of countries' borders in Europe. Um, but then, you know, this administration completely ignores the crisis at our own southern border. You know, this, uh, the Biden administration, the Democrats are also coming after our guns. And what's so funny is that on the other side of their mouth, they're, they're going out and giving weapons of war to citizens, hopefully, in the Ukraine. Yeah, no, and we had a big victory at the Supreme Court on the Second Amendment. Missouri was right in the middle of that to make sure you don't have to go to some government bureaucrats to get a concealed carry permit, you know, to prove that you're in risk with what they were requiring in, in New York. And that was declared unconstitutional. That was a big win. Uh, you know, I'm depending, defending the, uh, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. We are, we found out a couple of weeks ago, the FBI is trying to uh, audit local sheriffs for the concealed carry permits in their counties. We learned about it and told the FBI, not Missouri, you're not. So there's been no greater defender of the Second Amendment, certainly on this race. That's why I have the A-plus rating from the NRA endorsed by the Gun Owners of America, the National Association for Gun Rights, because uh, I just feel like this is a, uh, you know, it's a God-given right to defend yourself and your family, and government's job is to protect those rights, certainly not to infringe upon them. So tomorrow we're going to have uh, the opportunity to go and vote uh, for our next U.S. Senator in the great state of Missouri for Republican candidates. Uh, Eric Schmidt, why? give me the elevator pitch. Why Eric Schmidt? We need a proven conservative fighter right now. We need reinforcements to save America. That's been my record. And I think when they, people go into the voting booth, when we the people get to decide who is going to be their senator in these big, important debates, are they going to choose a congresswoman that's been there for a dozen years who hasn't done much except for vote for every spending bill over the sun, red flag laws, and as President Trump said, it's not up for the task? 
for the former governor who's abused his wife and his kid and was a former pro-choice Democrat who went to Obama's convention and, um, you know, quit on this state? Or are you going to choose the proven fighter? And I think that's the choice. I think why we have the momentum right now. Yeah, absolutely. What's your website, Eric, so people can go? And and by the way, this interview will be up later on today, so you can listen to it. Yeah, it didn't hear it all, everybody, and you can share it with your family and friends. What is your website, Eric, for people that uh, need to know more? SchmidtForSenate.com. That's S-C-H-M-I-T-T-F-O-R, Senate.com. Eric, thank you very much for running. It was great seeing you on Friday, and good luck. Thanks, Peter. Take care. All right. Eric Schmidt, everybody. It's News Talk KZRG.